Welcome to the Meat and Poultry Podcast. This podcast is your online portal to hear from experts in the industry about the latest news, trends, technologies, and people in the world of meat and poultry processing. For the Meat Poultry Podcast, I'm Ryan McCarthy, Digital Media Editor. First off, I want to apologize for my voice. I lost it while traveling this week. This conversation was recorded in early January, so it'll be much easier to hear. Now on to the introduction. As IPPE gears up for another full show in 2023, Nath Morris, Executive Vice President of the show for U.S. Poultry, shared plans for the major poultry event in Atlanta. During this episode of the Meat and Poultry Podcast, Morris takes us through the essential planning and topics that U.S. Poultry has been getting ready over the past few months. Later on, he highlights the importance of exhibitors in programs at the show, including Tech Talks. Morris mentions that more international registrants are coming back to IPPE after travel restrictions and the Omicron variant spreading last January had a major effect. He also discusses the value of having three integrated trade shows at the same time with U.S. Poultry, NAMI, and the American Feed Industry Association. Near the end of our conversation, Morse describes how he's seen trade shows change over the time of COVID and how important they've become at meeting points for poultry and others working in the meat industry. There's all that and more in this episode of the Meat and Poultry Podcast, so take a listen. To start out, Nath, uh... I just wanted to have you share with our audience a little bit of what you learned from the 2022 show at IPPE and how 2023 is kind of shaping up for you guys now. Um, yeah, I think uh, we were we were just glad to have a show in 22. I mean, you know, without having one in 21, uh, uh, 22, we had the Omicron spike that was hitting uh, right about the same time the show was, and um, our our we were pretty much industry average at that time with losing about 30 to 35 percent of your attendance numbers uh but all in all people were just glad to be back face to face they you know what we heard pretty much across the board people were just glad to be there and it was better than they thought it would be um is what we heard and we also heard there was a lot of good people that that came it may not have had the volume but the right type of buyers were at the event so you know, we wanted to make sure we focused on the exhibitors, the show floor. We didn't have as many educational sessions. We did some safety things um, uh, to make sure that, you know, people were comfortable coming and we talked about it and, you know, all that. So um, this year um, is we don't have to have a lot of the testing requirements for people to go back home. There's not as many travel restrictions. Um, and I think people, again, are ready, even if they weren't here last year, they're ready to get back to face-to-face and our, our, our um, uh, registration numbers are very strong uh, compared to 2020. Uh, 2020 um, we're almost equal on, on registration numbers at this point, same time in 2020. So we're anticipating a, a, a good show. Yeah, and you touched on that just a minute ago, but uh how important is the international registration getting that back to the numbers you you used to have and the excitement of having all those people come back now uh with having less restriction 
Um, I think it's important for both domestic and international. I mean, we know that, that we get a lot of Latin Americans here and the travel restrictions really hurt last year in certain areas. Uh, we knew there was problems with people getting visas. There's still some problems with folks getting visas, but they've had a longer period of time to, to be able to accommodate that. Some of the attendees that have waited till the last minute and said, hey, I need to go get one. Uh, can I get scheduled next week? No, they can't. So there's still a little bit of that, but it's still very strong. We, we have gone back to our Department of Commerce uh, trade, uh, trade partnership program that they are out actively recruiting buyers to come to IPPE. So uh, that number is strong uh, as well. So we, we, we think we're going to be back to that 75-25% split of 75% uh, domestic uh, or, or at least North America um, and 25% and internationals. Gotcha. Uh, Nath, tell me a little bit about, you, you mentioned the educational programming coming back a little more. What's been exciting about that and things you'd want to share with some people? Um, well, we, we always try to have something that is, that is high on uh, topic uh, for, the, for the current cultures and the, the feed, the, the meat, and the poultry industries. Um, it's, it's part of the program, but again, our, our focus is on the exhibit floor and, and we want to make sure we have people there and, and we've got a very good uh, full slate of tech talk presentations from uh, by exhibitors on uh, new technology and innovations. Uh, on, on, on in, the, in all three of those segments, we have three tech talks and we pretty much have a, a schedule. Uh, full day schedule. Once the doors open, we start them 30 minutes uh, after the doors open and the end of them 30 minutes before the doors close. We've got a full schedule. So uh, we know that those will get, we've done a lot more uh, promotions as well and, and working with exhibitors to help promote their tech talks. Do, does having the tech talks be about 30 minutes help with everything? Just making sure it's that defined amount of time when you've talked to people like, yeah, we really like this 30 minutes, but then we want to get onto the exhibit hall or onto the next thing with the show. Well, I think I think the particular exhibitor, if they're promoting their their talk and to their customers, you know, there 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 are certain subject matters that more people will attend depending on their role in their in their business. Um, right. You know, if sustainability is an important one, if energy is an important one, if labor is an important one, they'll they'll look for those and 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 you know we don't want the tech talks and and and. In our guidelines, we said this is not a sales presentation. It's a new technology, but it also stimulates that interest on if you want more information, come to our booth. I mean, everything is related to here's our booth number. This is, yeah. you know, it's presented that way. So it, it can just extend from that, uh, the booth to a more technical audience uh, across a broader scope. Nath, with this show, you've got three integrated trade shows, and you've talked about this before. How, how important does that help people across Agriculture Connect when they can see the three different places and go back and forth throughout these, these couple days? Well, when you talk about uh, even the hot topics, they cross all these industries. I mean, labor has been an issue for, for the meat, the poultry, and the feed, uh, and all the ancillary and, and allied parts of that. Uh, sustainability does, uh, energy does. Uh, I think bringing everything together, um, the 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 attendee companies have changed so much over the last decade. There's more uh, integration of different proteins uh, within these companies now that there wasn't before. Um, 
and 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 you know obviously there are other shows that go on around the world but you know in the end we continue to say we've combined three into one so it's one place you can come and and see all packaging is re relevant across the scope so um, you know, we, we try to make sure we provide that and not single out everything. Even though we segment the show floor, we want folks to try to visit as much as they can uh, with the time that they have and, 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 and create that, that plan and that who do I need to see and how do I use my time wisely. Yeah, and, and one of those things that you talked about with growth is the pet food side of this show and how it continues to grow quite a bit. Take me through that, how you've, you've seen that grow over the last few years. Um, I, I, I'm not sure that it has grown quite as much, but the pet food conference continues to be a very, uh, attractive show, uh, um, uh, educational session that people attend the, uh, North American rendering, uh, association has the rendering symposium on Thursday and Friday. Um, it's been steady, um, but there, it, you know, again, there's some other pet shows out there as well, but as far as as utilizing protein byproducts uh, and and packaging materials and packaging equipment and things like that, it still it still crosses that segment. So uh, again, it's one of these that you know you can come to and, and and see all the all the different industries in one place. Nathan, I was I was interested in kind of your job and how it's changed since 2020 working on IPPE. T take me through how that's gone through and now how you you mentioned how excited you are in person but just the last couple of years has got to been quite the quite the journey for you yeah there's there's things that you really didn't predict would happen you know you, you, there's always a chance that you know there's a a snowstorm uh people deal with hurricanes people deal with tornadoes sometimes they can't have a, an event and it affects one city and or one segment or something like that and, and this the trade show industry uh was silent for a year people were trying to pivot to a, a hybrid or a, a, a virtual show and and from the feedback I'm getting across all the trade shows is that just didn't work it works yep. okay on education but it you're still missing that relationship, the networking, the face-to-face -face, uh, selling, especially in this poultry industry that's been been around, you know, and, and, and uh, again, this is our 75th edition of the International Poultry Expo uh, that we're celebrating this year. Um, as far as the changes, I, I think there's, there's changes in behavior. Um, from exhibitors and attendees. I think, I think people register a little bit later to make sure there's, you know, what else might hop up? Is uh, COVID going to be a situation again? Uh, uh, is, is ROI going to be different? I think everybody looks more at, at looking at that value. What, what am I getting by attending and what am I getting by exhibiting? And it, it, it's a little more, um, I won't say pressure, but it's more important for us to, to, be, um, to be open and talk about what we can do to help provide that engagement between buyers and sellers and promote the show to both buyers and sellers. Yeah, that was kind of an interesting thing um, I mentioned to you uh, when we were emailing up what, what kind of the future of these meat trade shows are. And you probably studied it quite a bit when you put yours together. I feel like it's still very valuable, even if things are going to change and go back and forth a little bit in the next few years. 
I don't think it's going away. There's been yeah. there's been people talk about is is the trade show scenario of doing business going to go away? I, I I don't think it is. I mean, I've talked with with friends. Of mine. I've been in this industry in the poultry industry for 36 years, and and there's been people that are, they're friends of mine that that you know up until they didn't have the opportunity to to attend the event in 2021. They just kind of said, yeah, I got to go to the show. I got, you know, I, I hope people feel like they, they get a big value from it. But, right. uh, you know, when it didn't happen, the, the guy that says, ah, I got to go to the show said, man, I miss being down there. Um, you see people maybe once a year. Um, you know, the, the, the exhibitors and customers are, are, are a little bit different because they have more inter interaction during the year, but it's the cross-section of the industry. It's the folks that, uh, you know, you may have worked with 20 years ago that you get to see that you don't typically get to. And, and the networking opportunities and that, that, that that's strong that's strong in this industry yeah yeah and it, it, get, it keeps coming people back right i mean then when they right. built these relationships and and everything like that too that's correct that's correct and and and, and we hear that feedback even um uh, pre-covid on the uh, reasons for coming is that networking opportunity and you cannot network with all your friends and people on a zoom call we know that <laughs> for sure definitely yeah. Uh, the last thing, Nate, I know you're getting ready for the show. Um, anything other big highlights that you're doing? You mentioned the 75th of the International Poultry Expo. Are you guys doing any big celebration of that while all the rest of this is going on? Or, um... uh, we're, it's not that big of, a, of, a, of, a, of an event. I mean, we're going to have some uh, um, um, some celebration at our, our chairman's reception for U.S. Poultry. I mean, we got to we got to realize we got two other partners too. We don't want that spotlight to just be on us. I mean, we're sure. part of the show, just like AFI is with uh, and Nami are with uh, with the meat and the feed. We're still we're an integrated show. We all work together, um, and and we want to make a successful show. So we'll we'll kind of do that on the sideline. But um, the other things um, we've really put a lot of effort into promoting and marketing through. Uh, 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 simulating a database and, and pulling in all the, the demographics that people tell us are, are the reason that they come to show and what are they interested in. And we try to say, you know, if you're interested in this subject here, well, you need to look at this tech talk and, and this group of exhibitors and this educational program. We can do more segmented marketing to, again, help people. It's this huge show they get to come to and they have a certain amount of time to get around and it's it's tough to do it, but uh, you know, providing places for people to eat on the show floor without them having to leave the Congress Center, which takes away from time, uh, away yeah. from you know, we've we've done a lot of that. So uh, we hope we'll we've established that uh, in the 2020 show, and we hope to expand it. You know, we're in we're in three halls this year: the 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 C, the B C, and the and the B hall. And in 2024, we're going back to our three hall, our four hall show, including A. So we'll be able to do more of that. Uh, uh, experience, uh, engagement, uh, activities, things like that. Sounds good. Well, Nate, I know it's going to be a great show in a few weeks. I appreciate you hopping on. I know you're catching at a busy time. So thanks so much for joining the podcast as always and, and good luck with everything. Thank you, Ryan. And I do, I do just want to put a thank you out to all the exhibitors that we've got coming and, and trusting in us and, uh, and our partners, AFI and NAMI. Uh, again, we're a good team and, and we thank for all that uh, relationship we have. So, Appreciate it. Happy New Year and uh, hope to see you in Atlanta. Sounds good. Thank you, Nathan. All right. Take care. Make sure to check out the latest stories from the monthly print edition and online at meatpoultry.com. Also follow us on social media at Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram, all by searching at Meat Poultry. 
And if you like what you heard, please leave us a rating and a review. It really helps us. All right, that's it for this time, folks. Thanks for listening and have a great day.